Before we get started, I'd like to invite you to join the Lead Gen Lab, a sales program created specifically for women of color in the financial industry. Inside of the Lead Gen Lab, we are going to teach you the sales and lead generation strategies you need to triple your sales calls and 10x your leads so you can finally become that financial powerhouse. This is a six-month container where you will get access to trainings, resources, weekly group coaching, and a community of women of color in finance, and so much more. Go to theroshaw.com slash lead-gen-lab or use the link in the show notes to join now. I can't wait to see you inside. You know, and you helped me really see that I had to fine tune my offers and my message, and then I would get the target audience. And that's exactly what happened. I only focus on two main topics and you'd be surprised people book me to talk about those two main topics. Welcome to the Finance Client Acquisition Podcast, the simple sales systems for women of color money experts. And I'm your host, Ro. I'm so excited today to dive deep into the strategies that have helped my clients book out by mastering their sales skills. Hello, everyone. Today, I have Aquania from The Purpose of Money, and I'm so excited to have her on. So what we're going to do today is talk about her journey. Aquania, I'll let you introduce yourself. Let us know who you help and what you do. Awesome. My name is Aquania Escarne. I'm the creator and founder of The Purpose of Money, a platform that teaches women how to build generational wealth one dollar at a time. I primarily focus on life insurance and real estate these days, but I help men and women build generational wealth. I love it. And tell me more about what, how you're currently helping people build generational wealth. Is it one-on-one? Tell me more about your offers. That's a great question. So it depends. I do a lot of free, free content and yeah. education on The Purpose of Money's Instagram page at The Purpose of Money. And from there, I will encourage people to attend my webinars, my challenge, or to even sign up for a free consultation with me. In my free consultation, I'm able to talk to them about what they're struggling to accomplish in their financial journey and how I could help. Some of my clients, I'm helping through one-on-one coaching. Others, I'm helping through what we call a financial analysis. So we're going to really dive into their numbers, figure out where their money's going and where it's coming from and how they could improve their finances so they can accomplish those big milestones and goals. And those are the two main ways that I work with individuals. And Mm -hmm. from there, it's a growing relationship because when you're working with a financial coach and a life insurance producer, you're going to hopefully do that for the rest of your life and they're going to grow with you. So I will start people on their journey, maybe with budgeting, maybe with their first investment, And Mm -hmm. then we'll progress to six-figure investments or multifamily syndications and other real estate deals. Let's touch on that because I, and I want everyone listening to know that Aquania does it all. She does many things. And I want to hear more about how, like everything that you're a part of, right? You, not only are you a financial expert, but you have your hands in real estate and, you know, you're running multiple things at once. So like, how did you decide to get started in the financial industry 
with everything going on in your life? Exactly. That's a good question too. I might be a little crazy, but for me, it was the need to help people. And 2015, I came home after living overseas for a few years and read an article that said Americans don't have $500 saved for an emergency. And that's what causes a lot of them to get off budget or to go to payday loans and other predatory systems that doesn't benefit mostly people of color, right? We're the Mm -hmm. most impacted by the negative funding streams like payday loans. So I started with a challenge on social media to encourage individuals to save $500. Mm -hmm. And I had started in the middle of the year, save as little as a dollar more each week. And eventually you'll hit the 500 and then we were going to build from there. People really enjoyed that challenge. They stayed engaged. They really liked what I was doing. So I actually didn't jump into financial coaching at that time, but Mm -hmm. decided to go into financial literacy education and articles. So I was blogging and I was writing for publications. And it was from there that I decided to launch the purpose of money after going to a financial conference with money nerds. It's also known as FinCon. A lot of people have been there and have heard of it. That's what inspired me to launch The Purpose of Money because I was surrounded by so many money nerds who knew how to talk about money, knew how to help people with money, and also knew how to monetize it and weren't afraid to teach you how to do that. Mm -hmm. And so although I didn't jump right up and build a website and charge money for any of my services, I knew what the vision could lead to. And I was determined to execute that vision. So literally in 2018, three years after I actually was helping people and writing articles, I started The Purpose of Money and left FinCon, created the website, two years later created the podcast of the same name and have been doing it ever since and adding to my business along the way. Yeah. I mean, just what you've mentioned, you do, you were blogging, podcasting, you know, you have your investments and then now you're teaching with one-on-one and courses and it's absolutely amazing like how much you've scaled since 2015. So, you know, you're about to hit your decade anniversary soon too, which is really amazing. And I think it's really interesting to point out that you went to this convention, FinCon, right? And mm-hmm. I'm really curious because how do you feel as a woman of color being an educator in this space? And, you know, the advice you give, the nuances that have to come with finance you're so clear on your mission and who you serve. How did you get to that place where you actually knew this is my niche? These are the people I'm going to serve at the end of the day. If I'm being honest, it's a continuous process. I've made a lot of progress. When I first Mm -hmm. started, I taught everything. I taught (laughs) budgeting. I taught, you know, like investing. I Mm -hmm. taught financial real estate investing and, and finances one-on-one and all kinds of stuff. Right. And about a year ago, I was just like, you know what, what are the two favorite things out of all that I do that I want to be known for? And the first one was life insurance. And then the Mm -hmm. second one, real estate kind of came out about by happenstance because in 2020, when I invested in my first hotel, it was a big deal for not just me, but for my family and other people around me because I did it. And then I brought friends with me and we did it together. And so Nobody really talks about investing in hotels except the friend who encouraged me to invest in hotels. So we just started to incorporate that into my message because I'd done it, right? And then I Mm -hmm. did it again. And then I did it again. So 
it essentially became the other arm of my brand. But I am at core all about financial education and life insurance because I know how powerful it can be as a tool to build wealth for families. And it definitely will help us stop going on GoFundMe to pay for funerals. So I still lead that to be my number one priority, but mm-hmm. real estate is so interesting to me and also attractive to others that I include that in the pillars because I know a lot of people want to invest in real estate too. Yeah. And I just want to highlight like the journey that you've taken in your business from teaching everything to really narrowing down what you feel is most authentically aligned, right? Like mm-hmm. you care the most about how real estate has changed your life and how life insurance could be an amazing wealth vehicle for a lot of families that could prevent, you know, those GoFundMe's out there. I remember you talking to me about that back in 2020 when we first met and I I knew it was happening, but not at the level that you were describing. So it's so important. And how has that clarity with life insurance and real estate, only focusing on those kind of topics, really helped your messaging? Do you oh. Think, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm getting so many leads that are very mm-hmm. specific to what I do. Mm-hmm. So that's number one. You know, and you helped me really see that I had to fine tune my offers and my message, and then I would get the target audience. And that's exactly what happened. I only focus on two main topics, and you'd be surprised. People book me to talk about those two main topics. Go figure. So <laughs> now. I get a lot of leads. I get at least 25% or more of my Mm -hmm. leads from social media, Instagram specifically. Mm -hmm. And I also get a lot of referrals because once you help someone invest in a hotel or multifamily syndication or some type of deal, they're going to tell their friends. So it's, it's just become a blessing. I'm very grateful that so much of my business is referral based Mm -hmm. and it has literally helped me scale even faster and easier because these are people that know people I know and know people that I've worked with. So not that it still doesn't require me to be my best person Mm -hmm. and present my best offers, but it does help build relationships faster because the trust is already there. Yeah. And I think it's really important to highlight that since you're only focusing on like two main pillars, and I know there's subcategories and everything, two main pillars that the referrals that you're getting are so concentrated because they know exactly what they're going to get from working with you. They know the results. It's not a question. You have the roadmap laid down. And I'm really curious, like, you know, I remember when we were working together back a couple of years ago, you were booked out with sales calls again and again, just from DMs and on Instagram. And now you have this referral network. At one point, I believe like we had to rearrange your calendar because it was like you were taking, I think like two to three a day and it was too much. How did you deal with that in your business? Because a lot of women of color financial experts want to get to where you are right now. They want to be completely booked out. They want to have the referrals. They want to have you know, the rinse and repeat sales system that you have, what would you say to them, you know, before even getting to that point? Well, how did you handle scaling? And then, yeah, what was the biggest challenge with building your team? I definitely think I'm still handling it. Mm -hmm. I have made efforts to hire a team. I do have a full-time virtual assistant, a part-time virtual assistant, and a project manager to help Mm -hmm. me manage systems and 
standard operating procedures for my company and other things that can be better automated. She's helping mm-hmm. identify and automating them. So I took away the things I don't know how to do or don't like to do. That's really important. And then I included tools, right? So I, yeah. you know, signed up for Calendly. I created a schedule that had the availability that I was willing to offer. And then I just started to do a better job of sticking to that time. Now I still will talk to people for more than 15 minutes, even when they sign up for 15 minutes. I am working on that, but I'm such a people person and I really Mm -hmm. do want to add value. And if it's going to take 20 minutes to do that or 25 minutes to do that, I am willing to from time to time. So I just kind of had to pivot a bit but not drastically. I actually just had to get better. I had to get better Mm -hmm. at my systems and I had to get better at making my availability clear. I have narrowed down the days that I talk for free consultations as well so that I still have time for other clients who need more than 15 minutes of my time to know how to solve their problems or to get to the next level. So really using Calendly, really using an assistant to help me manage my email and my day has really helped me focus on what I love to do, which is client coaching, life insurance, educational webinars, and things like that. And that's been really going really well for me. You know, there's always room for improvement. I'm sure I could even increase my sales further than I have, but I am okay right now Mm -hmm. because I have another business that I haven't even advertised publicly and (laughs) and I'm booked out for. That's my email marketing business. Mm -hmm. So I definitely am busy. I'm booked. I'm busy. I'm blessed, right? Like I can't tell you my email marketing clients love Mm -hmm. me writing their emails and have just told me about me to their friends who yeah. have then asked me to write their email. So I actually told them, stop telling your friends I'm full. But I, in the email marketing business, I've hired two writers who helped me with some of the content. Mm-hmm. And that is definitely something I plan to scale even further in 2023. But I'm getting no systems down. I'm mm-hmm. getting comfortable with writers that I like and trust yeah. and making sure that my clients have what they need. So when I scale that business, it'll still be just as impactful to my first clients as it is to my next. I think it's so important to highlight you're a multiple business owner. You're like a serial entrepreneur, right? And that's so important to highlight because many people want to do that. And what would you tell someone that, you know, doesn't, is starting out from scratch, you know, that doesn't have these systems in place, doesn't know anything about where to get their leads, has no referrals. Like, where would you tell someone like that to start? That's, you know, what's into the financial industry. Yeah. So I would say, uh, don't do what I did. (laughs) Don't try to do everything at the same time from the beginning. I definitely think those who have focused specifically on one niche have Mm -hmm. done even better than me because they've become the expert on business credit, the expert on debt payoff, the expert on leveraging your employee benefits, the expert on fill in the blank, right? And I have totally seen individuals like that who go live every day or every other day and they only talk about business credit have been able to scale their business faster. Mm -hmm. The other thing I would say is embrace systems and help sooner. I waited several years before I hired my first assistant because I thought I couldn't afford it. And I waited even longer to hire the first person on my team to help with marketing and to help with sales. You, right? Mm -hmm. So 
I definitely didn't give myself the benefit of the doubt that I was ready and that Mm -hmm. if I hired a team, I could make more money. But as soon as I hired my first assistant, I made six figures. And my coach kept telling me, you're going to do it, you're going to do it, but you need to hire someone to help you. And I was like, I don't want to be responsible for someone else. That's all I kept saying. Mm-hmm. And then I started to look at it differently and say, you know what? Money comes and goes. I'm going to have the money to pay her. I just need to give her the task that I don't want to spend time on so I can focus on making the money to pay her. And then once I really embraced that, the rest fell into place, right? Mm-hmm. And even today, like I think about adding stuff. I think about building stuff. Some of it I do pause. Some of it I'm like, just because I have the money, I'm not going to spend it right Right. on that task. I had to think about that the other day. Somebody approached me to manage my TikTok account. Yeah. They really got me good too, because we had a good conversation just like this one. We recorded Mm -hmm. a podcast just like this one. And then after the the podcast, they pitched me on marketing for the TikTok And I said, oh, I actually just started focusing on that. And I don't know where to start because I'm not even that. I'm very new to TikTok. Mm -hmm. So they pitched me like a really good deal and a really good system. And they even had the receipts. But the amount of money that they wanted me to pay to manage TikTok, a platform where I'm not generating most of my money and I'm still new to, and I haven't given my own effort and expertise to understand was not a platform I was going to pay that much for someone else to manage at this point in my business, no matter how much money I'm making. And I almost did it. But then I talked to my coach about it and she was like, well, how hard have you tried? You know, Mm -hmm. what effort have you put in? And the fact that you have a team that you can literally tell to post TikTok videos, right? You need to use them first. And I was like, you're totally right. I have a VA on my team who loves TikTok. And I make videos, so I have the content. I just don't necessarily know when to post, how to post, hashtag, whatever. That's fixable. So my plan is for a month, consistently post on TikTok through my assistant or whoever Mm -hmm. else I assign to do it. If it doesn't work out or go the way I planned, then I will hire a consultant, right? right? But I have to try certain things on my own just because... You can't just say, oh, let's pay someone else to do that from the jump. Some things you do need to know how to do on your own. Yeah. I mean, this is gold right here. I just want everyone to know that what you just said is exactly what I recommend to every single financial expert. You cannot outsource before you put in the work because how can you expect your VA who doesn't know anything about a platform to sell for you. They don't have your voice. They don't have your messaging. They don't know your systems. If you're like, go make a sale on this TikTok platform, you haven't mastered it yourself. And I think all these golden nuggets that you just imparted on everyone is that don't like focus on one platform at a time, right? I have so many financial experts that want to take over Twitter, TikTok, Instagram. And I'm like, you're one person right now build out a profitable revenue stream on one platform and then expand. And you're doing it right. Like you've basically taken over Instagram and now you're maybe in the next couple of months, you're able to move over to TikTok, right? And more people need to say that because I feel like right now, everyone's obsessed with omnipresence, like being on every single platform. And like, it's great when you have the resources to do that. But if you're a one woman show, like so many financial experts are, good to start where you know you're going to make money. Yeah. 
absolutely important. Mm -hmm. And that's why Instagram is my jam, you know, and everyone's like, well, you're not on Facebook. No, I'm not. (laughs) And I don't really think that's where I need to be because my 25 to 40 year old client Mm -hmm. is on Instagram. Most of my followers are 25 to 35. My mom is on Facebook. So I do understand like communities are on Facebook. If you're definitely trying to build a financial community and you want people to have a place where they can engage. Yes, Facebook is great for that. But Instagram is great for reels and quick content and quick education, which is where people are are right now because our attention spans are just crap, you know, (laughs) and you just need to meet people where they are and, and, I just have fallen in love with Instagram despite the algorithm changes and the way the platform is constantly surprising us. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I will eventually, like you said, be more present on LinkedIn, be more present on Twitter. I am present on Twitter and I do put stuff out there and I have my little community on Twitter too, but IG is my baby, you know? It's, it's literally the, I tell a lot of financial experts, if you're targeting anyone, exactly your demographic, 25 to 40, they're on Instagram. I had a client who blew up on TikTok and they just got a bunch of 18 year olds on their IG page. And I'm like, those people are not your demographic. They're not going to pay for your $2,500 a month coaching package. Right. So I was just like, go where your people are, go where the, your niche is. And a lot of people underestimate that your, your niche is probably on Instagram. It's been here for probably more than a decade. I don't know. Remember when they started, but everyone, every niche is on Instagram. I even have someone who focuses on truck drivers, a financial expert that focuses on truck drivers, and they're on Instagram. There's a whole community there. So more likely than not, you'll find your people. Mm -hmm. Um, I really wanted to emphasize that, you know, you're, you're a financial expert, you're this industry leader. And how do you feel about every, what would you tell someone that's committed to doing it everything themselves because I think a lot of financial experts they don't go into this industry to spend 10 hours on Instagram right they go to educate so yeah I would love to hear your thoughts on that like for the person that's struggling to let go outsource Mm -hmm. after they've made they have consistent sales under their belt and know their systems yeah so in the beginning if that's what you want to do so you are able to teach someone else how to do it by all means go for it be your own marketer, salesperson, yeah. PR person, yeah. social media person. Like you, you can wear all the hats. But if you don't want to turn your business into another job for you and you definitely don't want to be burnt out, then at some point you're going to have to outsource and preferably in the order of what you like and don't like, right? So you can keep what you like, but the don't like or the somebody else can do it. That is my model. If somebody else can do it, I'm going to delegate yeah. it. And I'm getting better and better at that every single day because what I do is I have this notepad. I just actually got more. I write down all of the things that need to be done. I do like a brain dump and then I will star things that only I can do. Like Mm -hmm. I can only be on my YouTube videos. I can only record my podcast as the host. But then I put a D next to delegate. Like, oh, my client's getting married, needs a wedding gift. Kwania doesn't need to buy that. Now, I might tell you what to buy. Mm -hmm. I will give you my business credit card to buy it, but I'm not shopping, right? I don't have time for that. As much as fun as it seems, that's not the best use of my time. 
So I will put a D on my list for everything I can delegate, even the stuff that I can delegate to my husband. Mm-hmm. Like it's not always just about delegating your business. Sometimes it's about delegating in your life. You know, we have kids together. There are tasks that my husband can do that I don't have to do. So D goes next to tasks that I can delegate. Yeah. And a triangle goes on reoccurring tasks that could be potentially automated or need to be done on a regular basis, whether it's daily, monthly, weekly, or whatever. I will put that triangle next to it to remind me like what system can you Mm -hmm. implement that will do this for you? In my business, that means how can I connect something to something else so that it's done automatically? A lot of times Zapier is the key that helps a lot of that automation happen. But sometimes it's just knowing that ConvertKit has that feature or this has that feature. So I definitely am not the full expert on automation, but someone on my team is. And Mm -hmm. I will constantly challenge her. I will say, look, how can we automate this? Or how can we automate this for a client so that they don't have to think about it? And those are the things that I love because once you set up the automation, you don't have to think about it, but your list is still growing and your emails are still going out and everyone is still keeping you at the top of mind when it comes to life insurance and real estate. Mm -hmm. So that's where, you know, I do that as often as possible. I like to check off things and cross them out. So I'm writing a to-do list every other day per se, hopefully crossing out everything the previous day and writing a new one. But sometimes that is how I keep the sanity, right? Yeah. The moms that are listening, like these are notes that everyone needs to be taking, especially with all those entrepreneurs that are strapped for time. Like it is so, so important what you're saying, even that you have your own system for figuring out your systems is invaluable. It's so priceless because sometimes you're too busy serving your clients that you forget how working on your own business, right? I know everyone says that. Last question I have is that, so you're so established in your business, you know, you keep scaling, you keep growing. I know you're tweaking here and there, but what would you say to anyone, you know, that wants to come into this industry that is hesitant, you know, that maybe wants to get into finance, niche down like you, but just doesn't scared. You know, there's, I think a lot of people, especially women of color that are facing imposter syndrome or shiny object syndrome or like credibility and status. What would you just say to anyone that wants to get into this industry and really grow like and see you as, and I really want to point this out. A lot of financial experts probably do follow you and be like, I want to be like a client, <laughs> but they don't know what to do because they don't think they'll ever reach your level. What would you say to them? I say, don't be afraid to do something for free to build credibility. I mm-hmm. definitely, when I first started financial coaching, I coached people for free or at a very low price. I remember one time I used to charge $25 for an hour mm-hmm. and then I charged $60 an hour because I told myself, I don't want to make less than a dollar a minute. Yeah. Now I don't charge either of those prices. It's much higher now, yes. but I will say that's where I started. And I mm-hmm. had people who were willing and able to pay to 25 and to pay to 60. I've even had people tip me to 60. So you'd be surprised what people are willing to do when you do things out of the kindness of your heart with the intent of building the credibility. But don't just do it for free. Do it for free, add value, and then ask for the testimonial. Be very intentional 
in that ask and be persistent. Like my colleague will tell you, I will ask clients, do you have anyone else that you think we should work with Mm -hmm. on the first meeting? Like, I'm not afraid to ask for referrals. I'm not Mm -hmm. afraid to let it be clear. I'm going to help you. I'm going to help your friend. I'm going to help your mama, your cousin, grandma, papa, all of them. Right. So you have to be very intentional. And when you are building credibility, let people know you're going to give them a discount from what you normally charge in exchange for a testimonial. That way they know that that's not your real price. (laughs) Okay. But they'll be willing to help you if you do a good job. So don't mess up on the good job part. Gem after gem. I would just, I want to highlight the fortune is in the follow-up, right? Like asking, ask for what you want. Don't be afraid. And, you know, you have so much experience, especially at like everything, real estate, finance, you know, business, email marketing. You just dropped so many gems throughout this episode. I want to thank you so much for being my first guest on the podcast. How can people find you? Where can people go to reach out to you? And do you have any new offer or project that's coming up? Check out The Purpose of Money on Instagram at The Purpose of Money or on our website, thepurposeofmoney.com. Definitely check out my courses. I have a Finances 101 course, but I also have a course coming out in November called The Purpose of Money Maximizer, where I'm teaching you how to leverage life insurance to invest in real estate and build a legacy and so much more. I'm always open to coaching clients. So you can also contact me. And on Instagram, I do have a link to my free consultation. So you can talk to me about what it is you need the most help with, and we can get you started today. Okay. Thank you so, so much for being on. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. And as always, feel free to DM me on Instagram and subscribe to my email list for daily strategies delivered straight to your inbox. I'm so excited to see you book out and hit those five figure months, six figure years and build that seven figure empire.